Trash. Trash. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guests are Chris Kelly and Defonics. These guys are a couple of hip-hopping, rapping dudes that uh, I got a chance to see, perform, and meet briefly at a show that Chris Kelly was putting on. Uh, and I was there to see Suave the Kid who is my cousin, and also, if you are interested, you can go to episode 61 and listen to Suave the Kid talk about himself, which is what we do on this show. Uh, Chris Kelly is kind of a curator of hip-hop here in Toledo. He kind of puts shows together, and the show we went to was the Christmas show, and it was popping off. Like just, it was packed. Uh, people were there to see good music, and there was some great talent there. And actually, they have a show coming up here on March seventeenth at the Ottawa Tavern, and it's gonna be featuring Chris Kelly and Defonics. Of course, uh, we got C Fifth, Koga or K O G A, Marzek and Nevers, Black Market R X, which <laughs> Black Market R X. They're pretty awesome in their own right. Uh, Ric Flair, Nightheart, Jordan Palmer, and of course, Suave the Kid. Um, I guess there's going to be more acts there. It starts at 9 p.m. and it's $5 and it's $8 for anyone under 21 because they're not going to be buying drinks. So that's March 17, 2017 at the Ottawa Tavern in Toledo. Aha. And y'all can um, check out the link that I put in the show notes. And you can stream their last album, Pork Chops and Applesauce. I'm sorry. I've gotten that wrong so many times and had to start over so many times. And I'm not going to start over this time. So Pork Chops and Applesauce is Chris Kelly and Defonics. Uh, album that they just released and you can buy that at the show in march or you can stream it on the soundcloud here that link that i'm going to put in the show notes my goodness anyways um write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com you can also check out the barren wasteland that is the website we speak english good.net and leave a review on iTunes or Podomatic or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. Leave 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 a little, you know, something saying how much you love us. Even if you don't love us. Please love me. <laughs> That's sad. Sad, sad, sad. Uh, just a disclaimer on this show. There is an aquarium that's going off in the background, so it just sounds like a lovely babbling brook in the background, like we're outside and there's a little crick in the background just, you know, running its course. So, you know, meditate to it while you listen to us talk. It'll be fun, probably. Uh, I think that's it. I think we should, oh yes, and also I'm just going to play the show out. And, um, oh yeah, and also my wife, Raina, is on this show, and we bring back, how much does it cost on Craigslist? So, 
Stay tuned for that. And you know what? That's that. Let's get into it. Chris Kelly and Defonics and Raina. It's okay. Might be your fault, bro. <laughs> Who are our sponsors today? <laughs> Um, <laughs> it can be, uh, no, 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 hold on. We'll say vegan, 100% organic hemp, GMO free, 100% tobacco free, filter tips, herbal wraps. High hemp, organic vegan wraps. Rap, vegan wrap, vegan wrap, vegan wrap. No GMOs are vegan. And <laughs> vegan wrap, like as opposed to like animal made. no fat rubbed in them. And is the there? Fat. Do they put fat in them? No, I don't know. Why would they yeah. use that fat? Because they're key hot words. They're mm-hmm. hot words that sell. Mm-hmm. High hemp. I mean, it worked for you, right? You're like, oh shit, vegan wraps. <laughs> I got, gotta give Boom. me a piece. Yep. Um. Anyways, we're recording right now, so Were just let you guys know. Sale? That might yeah, influence my purchase. No, just no tobacco. Yeah, oh not. yeah. Well, that's like the worst part about blondes. Like, is like they're awesome and they get you fucked up, but like you are seriously inhaling like ten cigarettes in each drag. <laughs> there you go. It's like, I, I, I try to deny that in my mind, but yeah. I know. But they're amazing, right? And there's like I think there's like a sense of um, I don't. Know, they carry a connotation with them, you know, like blunts. You know, like you want to, you want to smoke a blunt because you know, like yeah, yeah, there's a coolness bad. to it too, right? It's like all Can your I favorite joint? rappers. I hear the word joint, like joint. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a, a doobie. I want to smoke a joint. <laughs> I want to end my day with a nice joint. A, a duber. Huh. A, a bone. Yeah, huff, yeah, huff yeah, a bone. Yeah, yeah. Once. We, we found a sophisticated like word this, like this past year that we kind of used. Well, it he it was you that brought it up. Bleaserton. Want to roll them Bleasertons? He introduced that word. I was hooked. Bleaserton. Yeah. It, for a blunt or for a joint? For like a blunt. Oh. Melissa. I'm going to smoke a Melissa. I'm going to get on this Melissa real quick. I'll hit you up in a minute. That sounds like a different kind of know. <laughs> so I'm here with Defonics and Chris Kelly. Do you just go by Chris Kelly? Yeah, or Kelly. Or Kelly? Mm-hmm. You, which one would you prefer? Kelly. Kelly. Okay, so I'm here with Kelly and Defonics. And do you guys make up a group or is it just you two? Uh, no. It's, it's just, just you. Th- it's just us two. Just um, Callie and Defonic. We're both from our own groups. I started with the Blunt family and he started with Backseat Group. Oh, okay. Or he actually started with Peacekeeping, Peacekeeping and then. Peacekeeping Music. Then yeah. he, he kind of. Yeah, he, ma- he moved on to Backseat Group. Yeah. And I was uh, actually doing music with a group called Koga for. Maybe two or three years, and then I just went back to just focusing on solo me and doing music with the Blunt family, and I met Cody through doing the shows, and we started doing music together like that. <laughs> it was funny because uh, <laughs> cause I, she was smoking on the way up here, and she and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, because she was like, because I'll bitch at her if I'm going to work, and she's like smoking weed. I don't want to go in there and smoke, smell like weed. I was like, his fucking name is the Blunt family. <laughs> what the fuck do you think we're walking into? Like, you think he's going to be like... <laughs> but then you guys had the same 
apprehensions. You guys are like, oh, what they don't smoke. What they don't smoke. I'm out of here. Um, we can't do this interview. <laughs> anyways, so what? What uh, do you come from? Like a musical family? Either of you guys? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of cousins and uncles did mostly like guitar rock, mm-hmm. but. Um, so growing probably, up, it was, you had it around you. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, watching my cousins and my uncle play together a lot, and I don't know how much they influenced of what I turned into. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think it did. You know, I think. I, it well, did. it has to, because yeah. you probably looked up to them, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no, I thought those guys cool. are awesome. Yeah, I think I just, uh, you know, started doing different things in life, and different yeah. sh- stuff was influencing me to where. That's what I made out of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, what about you, man? You got yeah. any music in your family? Um, my mother. You want to talk into that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You do that for a living, yeah. sir. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mother would always sing, like, around the house. And just spending all this time with her, like, her showing me her music she grew up with. And, like, her, like, telling me stories about, like, her and my pops, like... And the music they would share together and there was just always music going on in the house and uh they also come from like my grandpa like just having a love for music too being around it and uh, just making noise at young ages and you know like out with new melodies and stuff like that when you know i was trying my hand at music and stuff so it was yeah a lot of their influence and yeah so you guys, so you guys sort of had a nice musical uh, betting to sort yeah. of start going off. So when did you guys start like getting into um, like writing lyrics and? Oh. I, I know, like I know, like you. Um, I, I got in trouble with nice. uh, when I was in fifth grade for like uh, writing these bad lyrics or whatever. Uh, but it was like my like first. Like bad, how they bad? That nah, it was some pretty raunchy He's stuff. But I was like, you know, it was just young, young kid boy shit stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. But it was me and my buddy. Uh, I don't remember that. Johnny Newis. Uh, he, we was over and like just you know trying our hand at it. He was always spitting. So um, one day we tried making a song, and then you know from there I just I just started writing a lot like whether it was poetry or whatever um just writing and always kind of making it come back to music at the end of the day you know back to where i could put it into sound you know i was influenced just by like you know diverse sounds and stuff so i try to make different sounds and different words match to it so yeah that kind of came out of starting to write and stuff so it started out as you just writing raunchy lyrics just, yeah, being, just like, being a little shit and then how can i put some soul behind this you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, i think I that's always the goal is to make it more fun or make it more like okay behind these lyrics is it might be hard for somebody to understand but they know it's put in there with like feeling and stuff and then you can make it fun like to however you want to make it feel even if it comes from a place of pain you know what i'm saying yeah well, but those, I, th- I feel like those are the most relatable, really. Yeah. You know, those are the ones that people gravitate to because, I mean, money, bitches, weed, whatever, yeah. you know, like, that shit, that, I mean, that's fun, but, like, is that really, 
you know, is that really right. saying something yeah. other than money bitches weed? At the end of the day, I think you want, you know, when you're writing or whatever, like, I always think, like, okay, somebody's going to analyze these lyrics, you know? So make something in there. Yeah, you can talk about, like, the fuck shit, but it's, like, something in there's got to make you feel or have somebody else, like, relate to it in some way. Because then, you know... And then it's just not relatable. Yeah, it's, no it shows your effort in it anyway. No, you know? the, the whole thing is keeping it relatable. Yeah. yeah. I feel like my favorite music, the only person who... Not not the only person, but like my favorite music is when is when you think when you say, "Man, they wrote that song talking to me." Yeah, it's like they wrote that song. Yeah, knowing me. Yeah, you for know sure. when you relate it to the whole damn thing. I feel like a lot of like I don't know, Absol or Crit or Lupe. Sometimes it's like, man, you know what they do is they touch it. They'll touch on so many situations yeah. in a song. Right. That it's like. Well, yeah, like you Lupe, know. like kick push, like that's totally a relatable yeah, thing, right? Yeah, Where you're just yeah. like, like just skateboarding, being a shit when mm-hmm. you're just, you know, just boarding around, so fucking being yeah, an asshole. More people could connect to. Mm-hmm. And, and like, um, what is it called? Um, specific, specific, speci- like specific, but specificity. How do you say it? Specificity. I don't know. What Come on, man. Specificity. Thank you. Specificity. Specificity. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is I hope that's a weird. Of a certain situation. You <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, being very specific yeah. and, like, being able to, like, expound on that. Yeah. Specifically? No, he Specific- said it right. Oh, I guess. Sorry. You did. That, say it again. Sorry. Specificity. Thank you. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Right. And, and I, what I was saying about Absol, the stuff he'll uh-huh. say about, you know, his view on music and doing music in the beginning of his career. Just, you know, places me and him have been. Yeah. It's not always fucking bright because you feel like you're doing shit and ain't nobody giving a fuck. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. It, that's, but that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, literally like yelling into the wind and mm-hmm. tell someone, is like, well, did you hear but that? But it still makes <laughs> us feel good in some way. So, right. you know. It's like... I was, I've been thinking about this lately, like, you know, the, I guess the goal always, like, with music originally was like, ah, oh, we're gonna blow up, we're gonna pop off, you know what I'm saying? But I think at the end of the day, and I kind of realized this through meeting Chris, was like, um, or Callie, sorry, but realizing that, you know, it's more at the end of the day, you know, the music's gonna mean more, you know, if it's fun and it has feeling and stuff like what you do it for that's the most important you know because then you know your music's still good and stuff it's not always about you know blowing up popping off no i agree with you totally man because like if you're not up there having fun or if you're if your only objective is like i need to be rich i need to be famous i need you know like and that you're gonna lose you're gonna lose steam real quick yeah, and so it needs to be something that you're passionate about, and because the crowd can feel that too. If you're up there having fun, like that's the one thing that I noticed about you guys as performers is that you guys come up. You had your fucking fur coat out. I was like, oh shit! And you come up, you're just like smiling all the time, which is really nice, just to see like rappers smiling because like you know, right. <laughs> I How think rappers are up there just like yeah, just like trying to look hard. Re- I yeah, think another thing, like to realize with this, like. I think we're at a point where, you know, 
it's like we, we do it because we really do love it now yeah. you know we put our life in this like you know that's the only reason we still do it for you know it gives us meaning and purpose breath every day you know what i'm saying like this is what fuels me i don't sometimes know why or where it's heading you know what i'm saying but we you know we just put our hearts in that's what we try to lay out there and try to connect with the people i guess yeah you know so that's what all the flashiness sometimes is <laughs> getting into it having fun you know because yeah. I mean? if you're having fun they are too yeah exactly exactly because a crowd can tell when you're just up there fucking you're not even present you're just sort of like doing your thing and then get or off stage they're apprehensive and then they mm-hmm. feel apprehensive it's like how do i feel and it's like how do i feel and we're not having fun let me tell you how yeah. i started doing this because you were asking him and it kind of is the reason i keep doing it and that's what you're talking about i think i was probably like a senior in high school when i really started trying to write and it was all whack and <laughs> I don't even have none of the shit because I just threw it out. (laughs) Well, nobody's good at anything when they first start, so it's all good. I was going to say, I'm chilling with my two dudes. I tell them, you know, thinking they'll probably just laugh or whatever. And they probably were, but they're just like, oh, spit this shit. You know, we're just smoking, sitting in the car, boxing it out. So I spit the shit that I wrote. Man, these dudes were fucking blown away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I keep doing it. It was right there. I was like, man, that that felt good. Just yeah. spending it to my two dudes in the car. So that's that's what kind of just oh, that on moment. stage, yeah, on just stage. That moment, that, you're like, like me I'm, and him. You know, you were talking about the flashy coach shit. I, told I like this, that. I, like I told you. this man though, you don't need nothing. You know what? You know what is my fucking thing of surprise? I ain't got to walk out there. Meeting anyone's standards, I look normal as fuck. But when I rap, they're gonna be like, "God damn!" Right. That's it. That's all I need. Let, let, <laughs> you know let your saying? lyrics speak. Yeah. There you go. Let yeah. my voice speak. But, but, and that's, that's, but is if what the is. fur coat is authentic, like if it, <laughs> if it really feels good, like my mom will rock a fur coat and she would rock it authentically. Honestly, like, yeah. you know. So if it feels good, yeah. No, no, I'm not knocking the fur coat. I was just saying you don't need. It's it. true. You right. don't need. You, you don't need, need shoes. Nothing. Right. Right. You you believe in his. His and that's what like talent. helped me see oh, that yeah. above this man, any this kind man of could, yeah no this show yeah, yeah yeah like I said we met at doing shows and what we met at doing shows from was both of us rocking the shows and we ain't have much of a crowd but no. at the end of the day we were talking to each other saying it's me and you yeah. as far as talent in this room it's me and you yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what we saw yeah, so yeah. we were saying you know game recognizes game yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to say it is it was like that no but I, I, I like I really appreciate um, a, someone who's talented and someone who like wants to come out and put on a show and like has like cause like that's your uniform you know like it's like you're punching into work you're fucking you're putting on your fucking uniform and you're like I'm going out there I'm gonna lay it down and also, people are going to be like, what the fuck is happening right now? Right. With, I know that's what. I, I guess. Like, oh, shit. Yes. With, like, the outfits and shit, like, I do a lot of them social media stuff. Like, posting all about that and, you know, being out at the shows and dressing up. But it's like, I want you to believe it as much as I believe it. When I see, you know, me doing this song, rapping this song, it's like. I'm wearing what I want to wear. I'm stunting how I want to stunt, you know. And it's just like, 
all for the fun because yeah. like he said at the end of the day you don't need really anything but your love for the music you know and um i always just try to imagine like i always tell him and you know you always tell me before we go on like, let's just have fun you know what i'm saying and that's that's where it's at if you just imagine you're rehearsing in like your living room or whatever you know what i'm saying like give a give a fuck what these you know people think out here or whatever it's like because you're just putting your heart out there and you know hopefully somebody's gonna believe it as much as you are when did you guys start like recognizing like oh shit i have something here like i i, I really uh, something that where you're like oh i can be proud of this and beyond like just starting and like impressing your friends like when did you guys like were you guys like oh shit i have something here uh, i'd say it's been a struggle for me man because other people say some of my early music you know I'll, I'll answer the question and say when i thought it is when i was listening to my music after i made it still bumping it in the car wanting to hear my shit and that took a while yeah that took three years probably to me after my first album you yeah. know it was probably my second album yeah. that i had some replay value to myself oh. where like other people would tell me on my first tape but i'm like i'm not bumping it <laughs> you know like yeah i put it out but as far as like like in the long run you mm. know and i'm not bumping it so yeah. you know i like it for what it is you know and it took every whack track i did was just a stepping stone of getting that out to keep going and it was all you know yeah. everything had to happen so yeah like it's it's like you have to be vulnerable right because mm -hmm. like you don't even um because you're not even sure if it's good and then especially when you're like eh, i don't know and, and then like how are people gonna take it it's like it's a super vulnerable thing to just oh, put yeah. out like your emotions and you're just like, oh, let's see what happens, and then and then for you to be like retrospect, be like, yeah, it wasn't until my second album. I mean, that's a that's a. How does it how how does it feel to know that you have like your first album out there in circulation and it's something that you're not exactly proud of? I mean, I'm when I hand it out, I'll tell people. <laughs> oh, I really will. No, no, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll say. Man, this was written in 2011, 2012. Yeah. This other tape that I'm giving you, because I usually will give people both CDs. Yeah. This other tape that I'm giving you was written 2014 and 15. There you're going to see three years of growth right there. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I kind of look at it like that. Even though that stuff on the first tape wasn't released till like 12, end of 12 or 13, but it was all written in like 2011, you know? Yeah. So... I mean, so you just, just upfront about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I have plenty of whack shit from the, from the. I, I can admit it, yeah, man. No, from the group of the Blunt family from 2011. You know, we got stuff on YouTube that we're all not proud of, but <laughs> it is what it is. We were having fun. Yeah. You know, we were fucking roommates, just drinking, smoking, and, and making it, music. All the night. music holds the stories of those times oh, yeah, within yeah. it. Yeah. You know. Oh man, it'll take me back to the. I'll remember the whole fucking day once I see the video of what we were doing for yeah, a little definitely. bit or something you know well i think fans like fans like to see the journey yeah mm -hmm. like it helps you relate to the artist more mm -hmm. it makes even the craft more relatable because you can see like okay well like they're learning it like i can yeah, learn it too I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> or you know it just, yeah. it just shows no, it you're shows totally the right. shows the real i like it i like to see people's like 
old like this is me trying to figure it out mm-hmm. it's i would say most of all like it's insane to like witness the process firsthand you know the growth process of like mm-hmm. writing and like recording and then you know you like like chris say you have that first piece of workout and it's like oh, i don't know about this and but it, it's still special to you because you know you put your heart into it and it's like the these next you know albums that you're putting out it's just like a not more of a guessing game but just more of a feeling game like you know back to following your heart yeah measuring i mean like and especially when you can measure your growth through that Mm -hmm. because at at the time when you're putting something out you're probably just like yeah that's the shit that's the shit (laughs) and but like like in retrospect (laughs) we're lit when we're lit making a track it it always sounds great then we listen to it the next day i'm like what the fuck were we on (laughs) Yeah, and that's when you just like, all right, delete. <laughs> Sometimes, no. Most of the times we keep it. Well, <laughs> well, well. I mean, like, I mean, that's what's great about technology, right? You can just sort of like be like, eh. Or and then you can like pull that shit back up if you. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, I, nope. I like that. You know what I've noticed? The great thing about music is if you don't say nothing about the dates or what year it is, man. I've, I've had music sitting on my computer from. You know, like I said, 2012, 2011, I can just keep putting it out because right. they don't know when it was made. As right. long as we make it sound good and, you know. Yeah. The, um, this last album you guys put out, what's it called again? I'm sorry. Pork Chops and Applesauce. I love that name. Why, first of all, where did you guys come up with that name? Well, we were just going as like uh, uh, combining the flavors to make one. Gotcha. You know, so. Pork chops and applesauce. Yeah. That was something my mom would make growing up all the time. So I was like, No, would she put the applesauce on the pork chops or was it just just a side side dish? Dipping in the applesauce. (laughs) That's kind of like dipping like your french fries in your frosty. (laughs) That salty sweet thing going on. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like that the vibe of the beats at least had sort of like a, like a, um, like a west coast feel to it i don't know is is that something that you guys would agree with or uh, no yeah some of them i'd say maybe yeah it's not some all of it not the whole southern album. some of southern, southern, southern yeah. twist type shit what who mostly does your beats you guys do your own um a lot of those beats so that's just our mixtape was just mm-hmm. oh i got you provided free youtube yeah. beats oh okay uh, a okay. lot of them are done maybe four of them were a guy called beat towski <laughs> he's got some very yeah, good beats. Very good. Is he, is he yeah. Polish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy uh, Cal Fani yeah, produced Cal one of those on there. History. On there. Well. Um, he did my whole first album and a lot of my second. Cal Fani Rice, the Great Lakes Crew. I I thought I saw something about Chicago on there. Yeah, they they mix all the. Um, we did the whole tape at Fat Tongue Studios, just recording and mixing of the album. You guys went um, to Chicago? Or? Yeah. So oh, the yeah. guys I started with from the Blunt family, well, one guy and his brother. His brother does all the art, and he does all the, him and a guy named Joel. Alex Kenzie is his name. He was in the Blunt family with me. He does all the mixing, and I thought he had the whole tape sounding pretty damn yeah. good. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool trip going out there doing that. It's kind of like... You know the culmination of the work coming together but yeah it was very okay. like official business trip going out there like 
That that shit feels good though, right? Like when yeah. you're like traveling to like the big city and like you're okay. I'm gonna to go get like, something done. Yeah. And, like we had it like you know all laid out and we did it. Yeah, like, it actually, uh, three days. Yeah, it. Everything started with um, when my dude Al first moved out there. He didn't even have a studio. He just set up a studio in his apartment. Mm-hmm. And that group I was with, Koga, me. Othello and Don all went out there, knocked out a tape like that in a weekend. So that's when I knew it was, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Fucking have 14, 15 of these tracks ready and written. Yeah. He'll have all the beats loaded. We go out there and it's just work the out. whole fucking time. Yeah. yeah knock yeah. that shit. Right Stay awake and keep it. rapping. Loved every minute of it. <laughs> Stay awake and keep rapping. <laughs> yeah. You put that on your grave stuff. <laughs> like, Stay awake and keep rapping. <laughs> it was a dream, man. It was cool. Um... So what? Where do you guys find your influences? Like, I mean, I, I know that's kind of a cheesy question, but like, I I find that a lot of, especially a lot of people in hip hop, uh, they draw not just from like, just not uh, from the obvious like hip hop, but like, like from a myriad of genres. Do you guys sort of feel? Yeah, like- I draw from. I saw the Avid Brothers sticker. Oh, that's not me. That's oh. my girlfriend. <laughs> but uh, with your girlfriend, she oh no, she, sings. She, she she'll draw from anywhere too. But she what sings. I was a, say she is sings like, a too. Which oh she, yeah. she disappeared, but she was around here. Uh. She she'll draw from anywhere. We the, a certain same will stick with me, mm. and then it's like sometimes it's like, how do I bend that same? into my own thing you know of meaning only the meaning behind it yeah, you know? yeah. it's totally changed the words mm-hmm. but how do i bend that same meaning of that saying into my own words yeah is what i try to do it's sometimes say it, say it different yeah, it doesn't it different have to way. be hip-hop i mean being influenced i think a big thing of, of influence when i was doing music was i told him once i did one show and i noticed the feeling of like a response from a crowd and what you can do with lyrics that way oh it changed my writing you know before i was writing i never pictured performing it i wasn't yeah. writing to perform it i was just writing to go record it maybe listen to it through some headphones but yeah. once i performed now i'm writing as a performer and it was totally different it was i, I feel like even having a crowd that was a big influence yeah. <laughs> and I get stuck on my old music. I don't. I don't try to find enough new music. I'll, mm. I'll admit I'm bad on that. What, what, He's better than me. Where, like what, you're, what? What are some of the things you got on repeat? Oh man, I know. It's such a shitty question to ask a musician because it's like everything. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a lot of Scarface, a lot of Big no, Crit, the early Kendrick stuff. Like I said, the early Absol stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I couldn't get into this dude named uh, Saul Williams, who's a little different. Oh, yeah. He's like a spoken word yeah, poet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I brought you good. Well, I brought one. Sorry. Uh, this is this is my band. Uh, but they. I, I guess I could have waited till we were done doing this. <laughs> no, that's cool. Shameless plug, Skanks Roots Project. Look at it. I don't have that. I don't have anything. I used to, the podcast used to be in my studio, and I used to have, like, one of those MPC sample pads, and, and I have stupid shit on there, like the air horn. And yeah. So is this mostly hip-hop? 
No, it's actually reggae. Okay. But uh, like Easy Easy E Easy E three Easy Sons on there. Damn. Last okay. last the last album we had we had uh, Rap and Forte. I don't know if you guys yeah. are familiar Rap yeah. and Forte. Um, who else was on there? Oh, what's his fucking name? I always forget his name, but he was like part of a. I don't know. They they all know because my the one of the guys because you it reminded me because you said spoken word yeah. and like the guy who put this band together is a spoken word artist yeah and um he is grew it, up in NorCal is it live instruments yeah okay. yeah okay. um some of it's some program stuff but there's a lot of live instrumentation and nice. that's what we've been I, I really want to get to that dude I, well instruments um. Saul Williams, he did this awesome, uh, he did a, like a guest spot on this, this, I don't know what it was, like a collective, but it's called Wax Poetic, mm-hmm. and like Nora Jones was on this album, and like they had songs and friends and shit, but Saul Williams did this awesome thing, that's how I heard about it, and it's like this weird kind of like trip hop type oh, yeah, that's what a lot shit, of it is. you know, yeah. um, that was amazing. It's like rock. Not even rock. I mean, rock. it's more like groovy. Like I don't know who the fuck. It, it would just be like uh, like a groovy type thing. It just I don't know, like acid jazz. Yeah. Like, do you guys yeah. remember acid jazz? I don't know how old you guys are, but like acid jazz was cool. Like in the like early two thousands mm-hmm. for a minute there, just sort of this groovy backbeat hip hop type thing. Oh yeah, oh, he's got some really good, really good music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does. His lyrics are ridiculous. Yeah, well, he's a beautiful poet, man. He yeah. just he knows how to lace some uh, words together. So, what what were some uh, influences for you, man? For me, uh, well, I've always like for the lyric part of it, I was influenced heavy by uh, Tupac, and I don't know why, but like as a figure in history, like. And just in music, I was just always like, you know, kind of attracted to that sound of like change and like, you know, something meaningful when you say a song, you know, um, that I would say. Yeah, Tupac was awesome because he like, he would say some real shit yeah. and then he'd be like, fuck bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, still, still like. You know, I'm hard-headed. I make mistakes, too. Right, but it, right. was, it was very human, very vulnerable, um, very brave, you know, in a lot of, like, his words and stuff. Uh, I think for influence-wise, like, I'm more attracted to, like, melodies for whatever reason. And I'll try to, like... Like, he has a good talent with music. Uh, Callie does to where he could, uh, like, make up songs without the beats and stuff. Mm. Like... I feel like I need like sound there to you know drive the lyrics and stuff. Like you know, he was saying how you could get the sayings going, but for me, it's just a, a melody will fuel those lyrics for me, and they'll keep coming. You know, so I think just being influenced for like Alice in Chains when I was mm-hmm. young, um, you know, all different kinds like uh, from Jay Z to you know. Nas and all the old school, you know, greats with rap and stuff. I I was heavy into like the '90s, kind of like hardcore New York hip hop. Like I just I like yeah. to hear a story. Big oh, L yeah. told me a story. I like to, you know, it p- put me in that situation where I could be there, you know, almost. But you can still feel it. 
Um, have you guys Man. seen? Have, have you ever seen that? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you uh, do. You, have you ever seen that documentary on Netflix, um, Scratch and Bobito? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit is so dope. Because like, yeah. they were like at the heart of like a lot of that. Well, you know, not like of the early, early New York hip hop scene, but like, like of some like real shit, like Jay Z, right. Wu Tang, and all those guys. Almost like the beginning of that golden era in mm-hmm. the '90s. Yeah. Right. That was that was a cool little documentary. Yeah. I don't know, like just overall, I've what I really listened to Scratch and Bobito. No, oh, Stretch and Bobito. Bobito. It's like from Stretch. 2015, okay. but it's like, dude, it's it's dope. Yeah. They showed how like their show blew up from like just being college radio heads, and you know, and then they got plugged with like all these up and coming artists, and it was the thing to be on their yeah. radio station. Biggie would be up there like spitting verses and like, shit. Yeah, everybody, bro. It's it's, it's crazy. A, it's man. A, you guys, uh, really I think. Um, French Montana almost started like that. I don't know if you knew that. No. He he. How he did it was like a street DVD series. I want to say. Oh shit. Where he was yeah. interviewing rappers. You know, mm. he'd interview all the rappers, and so that's how he got plugged with all the rappers. Network. And, yeah. 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 And got his name out there like that. And I've been saying this. I've been saying this ever since she told me. But like, um, your network is your net worth. <laughs> I would say it to like everybody now because it's like you like it's really and, and like because it's who you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah because it is it is like yeah. you get these kids who go to Harvard who fucking like who fucking make entire careers because their classmate was you know he was a writer for The Simpsons yeah. Conan O'Brien and then he brought up some other you know like mm-hmm. people bring each other up and that's what has been cool about this show in particular is just being able to meet all these cool people and then like and then like working with some of them too it's been mm-hmm. it's just been like i think i love the idea of podcast man because you can just fucking do it however you want and there's no gatekeeper you know like there's nobody telling you you can't say fuck or talk about <laughs> blunts you right. know like it's it's a completely free medium that you can use and even if like nobody ever listened to it, like you're still able to meet fucking rad people, you know. And like people invite you into their house, you know. Like it's <laughs> like you guys didn't know me. You didn't have to like invite me here. You could have been like, oh, I don't know, fuck you. Which and I've had that too. So, <laughs> so it's track record now. I, I it's like there's like okay, he's he's legitimate. He does a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's legit. Yeah. Um, so you guys have been sort of building these shows and like talking about networking and collaboration. It's like you guys have sort of, well, the show I went to, I don't know how it's been. That was the first time I ever seen you guys or mm-hmm. knew of you guys. Like I heard of Marzac only through my cousin, but like, like I didn't know who you guys were at all, especially coming from like California. I don't, I don't know anybody in the city anymore. So it's like totally starting over. Um, that crowd was amazing like is is that something that you guys had to kind of build to or is that is um, that like a that you throw events like that yeah that i mean not not all that crowd was ours at the uh at that show you know right right but you're building like because you're like everyone's everyone brings people yeah, yeah and exactly. then like and then everybody so that show yeah um and then i hope, used to do the shows because because it's it's what they they do to us is I would have to charge the performers that I get mm-hmm. 
you know so they're selling their tickets for five i used to take two dollars from them yeah. now i'm just giving them yeah just give them they take all the money and i'm just getting artists who i like and who i know people like them mm-hmm. they're not you know what i'm saying i gotta get people who at least bring i don't know what i'd say couple people seven to ten yeah, yeah maybe. Is, you know is that a because the venues are charging you or oh yeah the venues charge you 400 a night to rent the all of them or is it just yeah most of them, them. yeah is that, any good one you know is you that because of closer oh sorry is that because of the genre or is that just across the board any artist is going to have to pay to rent a venue i think any artist i'm not like, you know i couldn't i couldn't say you want to get out I couldn't say because I don't know, like, as far as, like, how rock shows work. But, yeah, everywhere. So know. it's a play-to-play city, huh? Yeah, it's kind of pay-to-play. But, I mean, I get everything from the door. Yeah. And I get, you know, like I said, I could charge the acts. Right. But some of the acts who I like, and they don't want to do it if they're being charged. They think, right. you're, you know, they're kind of like, it's a slap in the face or whatever. You well, know, I so. mean, especially if you've been doing it for years and years and years, and you're just yeah. like, fuck, dude, now I have to pay to, like, do this. It, it, oh, I've risked some money, man. Yeah. To, as far as, like, opening for uh, opening for national acts, yeah. oh, yeah, me and my friends have put some money up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Well, no, and, like, we'll sometimes you come... up to go open yeah. for Ritz or something to get our tickets, and then all those tickets got to be sold at twenty twenty five a piece. Right. You know, it sucks. And you're, and it's like, like a job in itself almost. Oh, yeah. It's Dude, a job, it's, yeah. it's a hustle, man. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. It's a, and, like, I would say that, like, it's even harder for, like, like hip hop artists, you know, who are like trying to sell themselves. It's like I, I'm a, I'm a musician who just like you hire me, I'll come play in your band or whatever. I'll go do covers for a night, but like, and that's how I can sort of make money and make a living. But like to actually put yourself out there as selling yourself, who you know, you're selling fucking Cali, not you know. How, you go to Cleveland, like who you know? I don't know you. Why would I pay you money to come oh, yeah, see you? Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. It's a hard racket, and it, it's kind of... And it's just... It's just constant grind. So many people doing it in every city. Yeah, as so, well. <laughs> so but, but I really liked kind of how you guys had your show, and, like, like the vibe was great. Like, I remember coming up in San Diego, like, early San Diego. Now it's kind of getting a little better, but, like, when I first got there, like, rappers were, like, hating on the other rappers. Yeah. Like, it was turning into fights and shit, mm-hmm. and, like... It was definitely pay to play, and it, it was like um, a little hostile. Scene. It was very hostile, yeah. but I mean, maybe it's just our culture is uh, kind of relaxing. No, we both had shows. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where the other rappers it, are like, "You ain't we, shit." No, it's not you ain't shit, but it's just like a bad feel to where it's almost like a competition. Yeah, I mean, nobody yeah. even there except yeah. for the rappers and a right. couple of their friends. To where it's like, what the fuck are we really doing? We, yeah. you know, like. I think we a lot of us in the area realized that that maybe maybe that like you was saying the previous generation wasn't so open to each other but it's like you know we're all trying to get to the same place and it's just at the end of the day it's like when we come together you know make good oh, moments yeah. the, in music the you dudes, know 
the dudes who I got coming, a lot of them were from the Christmas mm. show that you were at, mm. that are coming to my March show. Mm. I see as friends. Yeah. So it's like it's what Cody said. It's like no, I'm not fucking hating at all. Right. I, right. I want your success as much as I want yeah. mine. Yeah. I'm pissed that I gotta make somebody go early in the night. <laughs> you know, really though. It's no, like, I feel you. Yeah, that's whack, but that's what it is. You know, no, like, for sure. I don't know. You just, I mean, it's like, it's a weird system where you, you're like paying your dues and like you, and you go up a level and then you go up a level and then. Rock band. Rock, yeah. Yes. Hey. Real life rock band. And you just keep fucking chugging away. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's a grind, man. It's like, I, I don't, I do not envy that. Yeah. <laughs> because, as far as like, I don't know. I I don't look at it as like going up levels. Is like I, I understand. I, I see that we're growing as music, you know, as our music gets better. But as far as like, I don't know. I guess it would take a real like blow up for me to feel like I don't know. Like shit changed. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, what would it, constitute a blow up? What well, like like something? Um. I don't know. I don't know if you I know guess. till it happens, really. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't know what to say. I guess um, uh, being being paid, well, exactly yeah. what he was saying. Moving out of the city and being paid to move. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, not yeah. going there as, because we've done shows out of town. They ain't paying us. Yeah. We're right. wasting our money. Not wasting our money. We're risking our money and trying yeah. to get our name out there. Right. You know? I feel like we're trying to get our stories out there, yeah. too. Like, it's just, we want we want to be heard like yeah. that's all it's like we're really at the end of the day not into all the like flashy shit just wanting somebody to feel connect with that music and yeah because like, i feel like be other heard. people would answer your question as get a million views on youtube or just be super you know <laughs> yeah. i don't give a fuck about that that's yeah. not gonna do nothing for me a mm-hmm. video blowing up because i see a lot of people's videos <laughs> we up, both do we, we both see shit go viral they were like what the hell yeah. Uh, yeah. What made this blow up? You right. know, this is just dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I don't want that to be me. Like, who was that know. Korean guy? What was that Korean guy who had that huge song? Oh, uh, Pineapple Pin? Gangnam Style. No. Uh, Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Yeah. I was like, what the uh, fuck is happening right now? But you know <laughs> that dude, that cat's popping over there. <laughs> he is, though. He's, He's a real artist over Korean. there. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he had that like, explosion of... I mean, it gave him a whole American career for like five minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. That's true. <laughs> so whatever, you know, he cashed in on that. Um, so you guys traveled to other cities. Where have you guys been? Have you gone uh, tour like like extensive no, we touring? Done tour. No, is that something no. you guys want to do? We love to do a tour. Yeah, we've talked about it many times. Yes, but it will shit, happen. That, that, it's going to happen. That takes funds, man. Yeah, and I don't want to do like a. Day. I would rather do almost like. Midwest to out west, or mm-hmm. even far east, and come back. I don't want to do just Ohio, right? Or, you know, like yeah. I want something to that's going to be worth our time and energy. Cause we're reaching big now. This yeah. is like no more, you know, like we ain't going for that, you know, Ohio or local stuff. Like, not saying we don't have love for the city. We do. You know, we show plenty of love, but it's like. We're shooting for, you know, global now, you know, yeah. or whatever. Just reaching for the stars, really, you know. Well, you so have we, to, otherwise yeah. you get bored. And why do it if you're not, you know? 
Like the only ones I've really done though has been like Sandusky, mm. Ann Arbor, Pittsburgh, and Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. cool, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. You so like well, you went to Denver though, didn't you? I didn't perform there. Oh, you didn't? Okay. You just went and hung out. Yeah. Smoked yeah, the smoked the fucking smoked the legal. Yeah. That that's crazy. The fucking Ohio is like weird little legalization thing. You guys are you guys up on that? I'm not up on that. It's like you can't. Okay, so they're gonna open up um, some dispensaries here in Toledo. There's gonna be four of them, I think. And each county is only allowed to have, like, so many. So, like, Cincinnati, which is a way bigger city than Toledo, is only going to be allowed three dispensaries. And I think there's only, like, going to be, like, 12 in the entire state. Wow. So it's just okay. Toledo will have four of them. Yeah, and Toledo's gonna have four just because. I thought Toledo was gonna have like two of them. No, I think it's because of just how like weird zoning, congressional Mm. zoning type dumb shit. You know, politics. How hard is it supposed to be to get a? So here's the thing. Process already closed. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like you're supposed to have. Well, I'll tell you how hard it's gonna be because I have a friend in Cincinnati who's trying to do it. You have to have, what was it? You had to have like at least a five-year lease on a storefront in place. You have to have a panel of, of professionals. So doctors, you have to have someone in the business. You have to pay like, what was it? Like five or five grand or something just for the application. Right now. You, that's need, a, that's a you need so much money up front. And then it's only going to, but only three people are going to get it yeah. in Cincinnati. Only four people are gonna get it, so you're gonna put up all this money up front, and like you might not even get it. Yeah. And then the best part is, is, like they're not even gonna sell actual buds. It's like only fucking like wax, concentrates, vape pens, edibles. So like the most potent of the of the plant. Why is that? Because it's some shit with kids, like kids and smoking, oh. cigarettes and joints, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> joints and blunts. <laughs> Joints and blunts. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like kind of freaked out about it, mm. and so like they also let's are. Let's give them brownies. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. give <laughs> let's give them brownies and see what happens. Got a brownie story for you. Please, me. I would love to hear. Brown- I love I brownie stories. Weed. I've been smoking weed way too long every day for a very long time, and I do a lot of edibles, and for some reason, my girlfriend went to work. We split a brownie. So I only had half a brownie. And about two hours later, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm being lazy. I'm playing NBA 2K18. The kid's voice is coming through my TV that I was playing on the game because I didn't have a headset in. So he's coming through my TV. And about five minutes into the game, his voice turns to woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I notice this, I move my head, and when I move my head, I notice my vision turned to like triple stack, as in the TV was upside down on top of itself and cut in half a bunch of times. I throw the remote control at the ground, I start screaming, I need my mom. I fall, I fall when I get up. I'm now talking to myself. When I say I need my mom, all I'm hearing is woo, 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 woo. You're hearing the Charlie Brown teacher? I'm <laughs> tripping. <laughs> Jump, crawled to my bathroom because I know where I am, like mentally in my house, although my vision is just fucked. Yeah. Turn on the fucking shower and get in this bitch fully clothed to try to wake myself up. 
My heart is beating through my fucking chest. I'm thinking I'm having a heart attack. I'm still probably could call my mom. Yeah. But I don't even know what to say. <laughs> what, what would you say. say to your mom? I know. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what do I say? Am I having a heart attack? I'm now laying on the ground contemplating, do I need to fall asleep and wake up? Or am I about to die if I fall asleep? Yeah. And am I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do pass out, wake up like 15 minutes later, totally fine. I'm freaking out. Like, it was like all motor skills gone. I felt like I could only move my arms like this, like two ways, like a fucking L. And it was insane. How was your girlfriend's trip? She didn't even, she gets home, she was like, oh, I was, I was fucked up, but I was fine. I was I'm good. Like, <laughs> Great day at work. Great know? day. Yeah, I'm Google searching it for like the next two days and it's like a normal thing, you know, like yeah. some dudes, almost the exact same thing. He says, I was in the line at the LAX airport, had oh. half a brownie, all body functions just snapped and I started screaming, I need my grandma, you know, oh I'm like, come on, God. man, this shit. I quit, I quit fucking with the edibles for a little bit, but kind of back to them, but not as much. And, and that's what Ohio wants to sell to our youth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they want, they really, which I'm totally okay with. I'm totally that's fine. But like, it's so like it's so stupid that the the flower itself is gonna be you're not gonna be able to buy it. Mm -hmm. That is no the the fucking eat edibles thing is such a fucking trip because your body processes it into a completely different chemical yeah. altogether. It's a drug. Yeah, it turns into a real fucking hallucinogen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I was telling her, thank God I wasn't fucking driving. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I would have been off the road. <laughs> the fucking music would have just turned to whoop, 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 whoop. Oh, dude. What? You know, that, like. That sounds like almost like a Mike takes pride in. Oh. In fucking people up. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, my, it's a past. It's a hobby of his. <laughs> I, my, my motto is if you're not asking someone to call an ambulance, I didn't do my job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking living in California, you can just sort of grow your own weed in the backyard, so that's what I would do. But I would take all the trim and fucking, I would just go overload, cook that trim uh, down, animals, yeah. and then fucking make brownies, and then yeah. I would test them on people. I remember we had a party, I think it was the baby shower, and I had just these little cookies. And like, you could see like throughout the evening how things were changing and that <laughs> mood was changing because people were like drinking, like having a good time. And by the end of the night, everybody's just sort of sideways. Like, uh, and like, I remember this girl came up to me like several times throughout the night. It's like, oh my God, I love your part, whatever. I like your cow. I was making calzones. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like kneading dough the whole time because I'm just feeding this like army of fucking hungry people. <laughs> And fucking this girl comes up to me like, oh, hey, what's up? And the second time she's like, oh, man, these calzones are so good. And then she, the next time she comes, she's like, oh, geez, what was in these cookies? Why are you sure these good? <laughs> and remember, I remember like I ate one late in the evening because I wanted to not be all fucked up when I was cooking. And like I had to take my friend home. And we were sitting at a red light. And that's when it kicked in. And we we're sitting at a red light. And I just, I'm stopped. And I'm just like. Oh, time to go. And I just went through the red light and there's a car coming and shit. And I'm just like, oh my God. What the <laughs> it's it like, it, it's just a wholly different monster, man. Yeah. It's it's nothing to be fucked with. No, it's not. It, I, I kind of gotten used to the, the dab oils now. The dab When I first too, started man. them, I wouldn't even, man, I, I, I wouldn't even drive, <laughs> you know? Like, 
Like it was like when I first started smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. A whole, yeah. New, a whole new thing, Different you know. Experience. This is. Yeah. I gave my car like my fucking vision's fucked up a little, you know, For like real, drunk or something. The dabs, dude. That's a whole nother thing too, man. Like. She can smoke dabs like any shit, but it turns me into yeah, a you fucking mumbling I think you're jerk off. Now, it, now it's just like it's different for everybody because yeah. some people eat edibles every day. Yeah, and if yeah. I eat an edible, I'm like you said, I'm contemplating: am I gonna die if I blink? <laughs> <laughs> like, am I gonna be okay? <laughs> I made her. I made her a grilled cheese sandwich when she actually when she was pregnant. I made her a grilled cheese sandwich, but I used can of butter. And I didn't think it was going to be that much because you're just using like a little bit. You know, I just put it on the bread on each side and just a little bit. And her ass is like fucking having full on hallucinations. She, <laughs> she's trying to go down to the studio to get me, but she just doesn't make it. She just makes it to the step and sits down. I don't even think I went in the right direction. I think I went to the front yard instead of the backyard. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> it's, talking to my unborn child. I love you, baby. <laughs> It, um, fucking, it, what you're saying, though, remind me of, like, a DMT trip. Have you ever fucking fucked no, a DMT? No. That shit's fucked up, too, because you are saying how, like, the TV sort of, like, split into different things. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, well, have you guys ever fucked with Salvia? Mm-mm. Not even Salvia? Mm. Oh, man. Nah, my friends did it. Didn't look like much yeah. fun. It's it so like, stupid, it's right? It's not it really fun. Fuck, it's nah. not fun. It's definitely, like, something that you have to... Pr- we are watching. Have you, you ever? Just say, you just say you guys have practice. Is that what you said? No, it's not fun at all. It's like it's it takes a lot of work, especially if you're trying to smoke salvia because you have to smoke so much of it. Like and so we were taking like these bong rips, like yeah, just yeah. huge bong rips until like you stop being able to function. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. And I fucking we were watching Clockwork Orange. And that sounds could, like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> And it was Salvia's dangerous already. (laughs) And it was at it was at the fucking like at the like the like the horrible part where the dudes like fucking um, raping the nuns and shit. Yeah. And like and then the stupid fucking DVD starts skipping, so it's just like bomb 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 bomb, and like it comes over you in a wave, like you know how like you're taking a shit too long and your legs fall asleep. Yeah. You know that feeling, that tingly feeling. <laughs> well, that sort of like comes over your whole body. It's not the exact same thing, but that's how I see it. It's like pinpricks, and it just runs up the back of your neck, and like you're like, am I dying or whatever? And and then all of a sudden you're just. In another world. I remember when my friend hit this shit. He hits the shit. He hits the bong, rips it, blows it out, and goes, "That didn't do." Sh- Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. literally, didn't even finish his fucking sentence of bitching how it didn't do shit. It, then it hit him, and he's like, "Whoa." It, then he doesn't say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, know? yeah. What do you do? Just sort of sit sideways. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like look drunk then, for five minutes. Yeah. And then, and then like, he's like, then oh. he like snapped. And he's like, what the fuck? You know. It takes like, you yeah. to another dimension for yeah. real, though. What? Like it's like, cause it's not even like a conscious thing. Cause like you know how like you'll take mushrooms. I don't know if you guys take mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. But like like you take acid or something. You're like, you get this real emotional. Like you're just like, oh man, and you're like feeling everything, and everything is just vibrating, and it's not a conscious thing. You're not cognizant really of what's like in an emotional level. You are like just in another world and you're witnessing whatever's happening in that world. Yeah. And it's like Mario Brother land, all these fucking geometric shapes. I mean, I remember seeing like, like uh, you know, like the king and queen of hearts, whatever, the cards. Yeah. Like I just saw them marching, like fucking Alice in Wonderland shit. On and Salvia? S- 
Wait, you're talking yeah. about the, the cards were dancing? Oh, no, they were just sort of marching. And this is actually part of that same experience with the um, Clockwork Orange. That's what sort of happened. And I remember, like, laying back in the bed, and these two pillars come up out of the ground, and some figure comes out of this fucking door. And I'm on a balcony, and I'm looking up at it, like, like I'm looking up. And fucking, they're just, like... Signaling me to come with them. The pillars? <laughs> no, no, no. Somebody, a figure comes out and they're like tr- waving me to come with them through these doors, these lit up doors. It's just a fucking different dimension. I felt like the shrooms made me extra emotional, man. Well, that's <laughs> I was the whole thing. In here, fucking crying about like how happy I was about my life. But that's I'm good. Like, yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Everything's just so good. You know, like, I swear, man. Went outside and it was like all the trees look like people. Oh, so it was nice. like, you know, big ass people standing over yeah. here. Like, oh, man. Yeah, no, the shrooms. I feel like they, yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, do, you, do you generally have like good experiences with hallucinogens? I haven't done nothing but shrooms. Oh, well, with shrooms, have it yeah, always yeah, been a good yeah. experience? Yeah, no, I, I no bad experiences. That. Other shit scares me, man. Oh, I feel you. Chemical <laughs> shit. Yeah, chemical. It gets, shit. It, gets, go. it, gets <laughs> it gets, it gets, it gets wonky. It gets wonky. Yeah. So with, uh, so what, what's like your guys's like goal like right now? Like, have you guys thought of like a plan of moving forward and maybe taking that next step to where you're like, I want to go tour and I want to make money off. Like, do you, do you guys have any kind of like plan in place? Uh, I think with the music right now, we're just keeping it centered around that because we, there's a lot of cats out here trying to do music, you know, and we're, we're, we're trying to keep up on our craft, I guess. We're kind of setting things forward to the future of like this year, like, you know, with uh, Callie's album and then me focusing on my album mm-hmm. and then. And um, maybe get back to doing some shit together. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. My last album, my you know you go through a website called cd baby and it puts you through spotify all those to get you paid so now that i'm through that i'll probably be doing you know this next album same thing on Mm. itunes and spotify and all that so that's the only way i really get paid other than the shows yeah like i said the shows i like i like that you're almost like a curator of like the toledo hip-hop scene like you sort of taking about i mean like you literally call it cali fest and yeah, that yeah. that just started off. It was my birthday, you know. Yeah, but so, like it's people look going. forward to it every year. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> like that, that it's the third annual, man. Live. That is something to celebrate. Fourth He's got annual. a point. Yeah, yeah. four or fourth yeah. annual. That yeah. shit was wow. live, man. Like yeah. I, f- I was feeling it, man. Like yeah. I, I love that there's all these kids there just like enjoying music and and fucking everybody was super supportive. It's a, it's of a good feel there at Cali Fest. You always come and there's nothing. You have no problems there, you know. So it's just good music. Have you ever thought about like um, growing it out of like a venue and, and like maybe making it into like an actual festival? We kind of tried that with that 2016 one where it was an all day thing. Uh-huh. That was more because the venue was like, uh, we need rock. Um, that they were scared oh. to do all rap at the time. Oh. We need rock. We'll even give you a couple rock band suggestions on mm. you know who to go grab. So we did that. We had to extend the hours of the show. 
It was cool. I would like to do what you're saying, an actual festival. Fuck yes. I'd like to do outside if I could find an outside venue, you know. Maybe it wouldn't be in March or maybe it wouldn't be in Toledo, you know. And so you could do it in March (laughs) and still. Right, right. But, uh, you know, no, I'm I'm open to all the music. Like you saw at the last show, we had bands there. Yeah, I walked into them playing... Was it Killing in the Name of? Or they were playing Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I was like, yeah oh, they sweet. did a couple of Rage Against the Machine covers. Yeah. Were, were they? Because I didn't really see the whole band. I think that was their last... last. You, what was the name of the band? Eerie Point. And are they like a hip-hop like band? No, or? no, they're not. They do... They're um, just, just sort of a rock band. Yeah, they, they, they do make good music. Yeah. They So like they did a lot of covers, but they also sprinkled in originals. Okay. And it's because they're used to performing... They do like they're like a bar band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do four-hour sets where they take three fifteen or four fourteen or four fifteen-minute breaks and right. and uh, just, yeah. you know, local bars like at I seen the St. Patty's Day show one night. It was like a costume party or something. They yeah. were performing in togas and man, people loved it. Yeah, <laughs> they did the zombie crawl there. Nice. As dressed as the village men or the, whatever they're called. Village people. Village people, yeah. yeah. Nice. They did the zombie village people. Okay, at so, they're, so they're local here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eerie Point. They, yeah, they do some good music. Cool. Yeah, man. The yeah, it was a. It's a really cool vibe. I, 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 when I say curating like local talent, I mean like you're able to bring that together and and make something really positive out of that. So like that's that's awesome you know that's, yeah I feel and that's like, and, and i feel like that's hard to do in toledo like because this i mean it's a city but it's it's a relatively smaller city it is but i've been able to just find people like everyone who's on these shows these two that are just you know it's a way to get my name out there have yeah. a good night yeah, and <laughs> why not and it's a win-win you know i, like, I understand completely what yeah. you're no, it's just, what the There's definitely more people who I'd want to work with, but it's almost like what you said, where it's like, I don't know if it's a city or whatever. I've reached out and they don't respond, or mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, or always have I'm a, used to that shit. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's whatever. You know, and maybe that's a, maybe that's the showing that you didn't need to work with them. Well, yeah. You know? Well, and. I used to take it personal, you know? Like, I used to be mm-hmm. like, well, fuck those people, whatever. But now it's just like... No hard feelings at all. I get it. Like, some people are busy. Some people don't yep. like to put their self out there, yeah. you know? Like, some people don't want to sit around talking about their fucking brownie, fucking edible experience, <laughs> you know? Like, they're private people. And yeah. So, it's just me being a fucking... Me being me. Uh, but... What was, like, the... I, I, I used to ask... Well, I still do. What was like a seminal album for you guys that sort of like changed the way you look at music? Like just like was this album that fucking just blew your mind off of what you can do with music? I say Outkast, Equemini. Oh, okay. You have see, it's hard for some people. It's hard for especially musicians. Some people are like, oh my god, it was this and this and this and this. Um, but I I know it's more than one. Yeah. I know it's as like, far as hip hop outcast equipment. the other one, Sublime Sublime. Oh that, yeah. That album. Oh I mean that album. Those are albums I can just listen to front to back every fucking day. Mm. Like the people at my work get yeah. annoyed at my how much I'll listen to those. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we just heard this dude. I don't give a fuck. I know. I heard it every day growing up too. Yeah. You know, I'm still listening to it. You know? Well, it's funny, it's 
it's funny you say sublime like the band i'm with i mean like that's a band that has definite direct lineage of fucking sublime yeah because it's definitely that socal i don't know there's this huge cal roots fucking reggae scene that's in california right now they do this festival every year even in monterey it's huge like you get fucking 100,000 people together what's it called well they call it cal roots california roots festival now does it have something to do with grassroots no, okay, it's no. it's all about reggae. Because okay, okay. Sublime was like reggae ska punk, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it all kind of stems from Sublime, like because mm-hmm. Sublime started in Long Beach and they they blew up and no yeah, doubt. Yeah, they were doing like shows in their backyard packing. Yeah, shit, man. And so that sort of spawned this entire genre of music that's carried on now. That's to this huge thing, especially in, I mean in California, like mm-hmm. Cal Roots. Everybody knows what it is and. But, um, so like that's kind of in the vein of Sublime, but more like a hip hoppy mm-hmm. backbeat type thing. Sublime did have yeah. have hip hop though. Yeah, well, and that's you what's know? cool about these festivals too, like these these reggae festivals, because hip hop and reggae they they go together. Yeah, like the match. fans yeah, love yeah, it, yeah. you know. That's so like is. last year, fucking Nas headlined one of the nights. Oh, okay. Which oh, fucking like Nas incredible. and Damian Marley or something? Uh, well, Damian Marley has done it before. Like Stephen okay. Marley's done it. Um, the Dirty Heads, you guys familiar with the Dirty Heads? I think they're kind of like a hip hoppy, like yeah, reggae, type reggae. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, um, yeah. So that was the scene I kind of came from, and that's, I mean, which I hated on it for a long time, only because it got dubbed white boy reggae, mm-hmm. and everybody just was saying that you're just fucking recycling what Bradley Knoll did, like yeah, yeah. fucking in ninety in the nineties. But it's come to like a real. It's it's cool. It's come to its own. Oh, I'll admit like, that I'm weird because I just feel I grew up on Sublime, as in my older brothers were playing yeah. it, and that's what I loved. Yeah, I'll admit that. Like I see some people, I'm like, you ain't no real Sublime fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's like you know, I love Sublime. Uh, like being in Southern California, you're just barraged with it yeah. constantly. It's just like I'm also big on, on a. Uh, because of the same reason a band called Cake Cake the, I love the, Cake their though. first tape fa- uh, Fashion Nugget I don't know if it was their first but man they had some it was the one with like The Distance mm-hmm. I'm pretty Go sure in the Frank distance. Sinatra yeah oh dude man Cake that, is the shit Cake though. is the shit yeah. no you can't hate on Cake yeah my girl just seen them in Portland said they were ridiculous oh, nice. when she was out there yeah, yeah man they, and they've been around for ever dude mm-hmm. like forever just out there just i want to say even i looked something up and it said they like their first uh you know demo or whatever was maybe like 93 or something yeah 94. no i i remember i remember as a kid my sister had it and it had to be in the, like the early 90s yeah. my sister had a fucking tape of theirs i just remember looking at the tape like cake you know yeah. it had a little crown on it and shit that's that's what i'm talking <laughs> is that about. the one yellow tape fashion <laughs> nugget yeah dude yeah. it was like i remember that shit and they, yeah. they just keep fucking they just, and they keep and they're still going um so so the Outcast album, uh, what was it called? Equemini. Equemini. I think the Outcast man is just like, I don't know the different feels. I've told him before on my albums, and I don't know if it's from Outcast or where it's from. All I want to do is take people on a fucking roller coaster yeah, ride yeah. of of emotion, of feeling, of sound, of you know. They're one second you're like. 
really thinking the next year fucking partying like what the fuck yeah, just happened yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, totally. I don't know just just keep them up and down and I and I try to do that with the sets I've told them oh, yeah. I never want two or three slow songs in a row because yeah. then you got the crowd like what the fuck yeah, man? this yeah, shit just got boring yeah, yeah you know yeah, you but if you have song. two or three yeah. slow songs and you have seven songs to perform if one's at the beginning one's in the middle you know what I'm yeah. saying spacing them out yeah. to just keeping them whoa 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 you know yeah totally man you, you just fucking it, it, you're putting on a show yep. like and you want people to stay engaged all the time how about you man what's, yeah. what's your I was kind of toggling through my mind I can't I can't think of like my favorite just one, one is hard but, it's hard um, I do think of two like very memorable ones to me would be for um, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt I listen to like non-stop for whatever reason like every song um, and then Nelly's Country Grammar was probably like one of the first that I heard that was kind of yeah, like you look like you listen to Nelly <laughs> <laughs> bro like that was like that was my first was explicit fun. album I had like ever had or like my first I think it was my, my first hip hop album I ever got but uh, that one it had a lot of like uh, like southern bangers in it it was yeah. just like the um, the hooks were memorable you know mm-hmm. you could like, always sing them or something dude but, I was uh, just listening to Nelly fucking today what fucking song was it um Mama, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, what's happening? You know, kind of way about them, and they just, you know, I don't know, for their time, I think, um, I don't know, I thought they were really good, you know? No, he has classics. You can't hate. He has classics. You can't hate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just singing Nelly today, getting out of the car. Yeah. While me and Shire Kroger's going, she want my pimp juice. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, that's funny, I... I I sometimes like uh, we'll be making up like new melodies or whatever, and you kind of think of like where like some of those sounds had came from in your head, and it's like you know I feel like some of those would come from like some of those early albums where like the first bangers you ever heard, you know, yeah. and that gave you that feeling like wow, what this is there's music out there like this, and I don't know. Well, and it's like that shit is classics now, yeah. though, you know, like the early 2000s shit. I was listening to uh, indie stuff. Uh, yeah. Back that ass up, you're real fine. Oh, yeah. to back that juvenile. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, scratch it. That was the first hip hop song I ever heard. Like that made me want to like do rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> back that really? ass up. Back to that. Juvenile. <laughs> was the coolest one. Juvenile, coolest baby. song ever. My mom was like, no, you're not listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That, Juvenile but that's how my mom was with the Chronic. My sister, my sister. Chronic two thousand one. No, no, no. The Chronic. Oh, my, my, my sister. Oh yeah. My sister's forty. She just turned forty a couple of days ago, and like when she was in high school, it was the Chronic, oh, yeah. doggy style, yeah. you know, fucking all those fucking. Yeah, you know, a year ago, maybe about a year ago, I had like a bunch of different CDs in rotation for a few months, and like that one, the Chronic from 92 was just for whatever reason it had a lot of good bangers on it I would I listened to for like the last full semester of like my college career every day I appreciate the original but I grew up on 2001 2001 every fucking song on that bitch man it's good it's good no for sure for sure the 2001 was big for for oh, my for generation as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, you guys seem like a little younger than me. Um, so, 
so you were you're gonna say uh nelly was your the the country grammar was your for album wise that i had got to hear to that point you know like uh like as a young listener in music i guess kind of that was you know well, we was here and that and like 50 Cent, I could just remember was around <laughs> I mean, the school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, imagine, kids dude. used to sell bootleg copies on the bus yeah, and exactly. school buses. Yeah. Just burn it, download yeah, it off Napster. Mine, another one for me, as far as you said, like song that got you going was me was Lil Flip. This is the way we ball. That was like the first rap song that I, you know, I was like, yeah, I want to do rap. That shit's <laughs> fucking. That's where it's at, <laughs> you know. Uh, what what's like the coolest concert you've ever went to? Um, like the one that sticks out to you. There's two that really stick out, and it's and it's because of different reasons. I seen Outkast twice, and one time oh, I dope. seen him in Milwaukee. Man, with that CD that I was talking about, Equemini, uh-huh. when they did the song Equemini, and the sun just went down we're just outside and he says the sun goes down you know heroes eventually die to see fucking like 20,000 people singing that bitch with their lighters in there right, was like yeah. this is fuck it was like echoing you know <laughs> the hook yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like echoing and I'm like this is blowing my mind you know and the other one I was in Chicago and seen B- Big Crit and the room was packed I'm in the very back of the room because we got there late the whole fucking place is jumping. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Dude, from the front to the back. And, I mean, it probably fit, like, a thousand or so, you know. It wasn't yeah. no, like, hundred people. It was a good amount of people. And, man, he had this bitch going crazy, man. Till the end, you know. Even his last song was fucking... Man, it was a ridiculous show. Those those two. Because I've, I've opened up for a lot of people. I've seen a lot of rappers. You yeah. Know? <laughs> not, not many... That sucks to say. I'm, I'm, but honestly, not many impressed me. Like I'm never, I'm not blown away much. I you know, I'm, I, I guess because I critique myself when I watch a lot of my own performances. I'm not blown away. You know, I right. say I gotta improve. I gotta, you know. I will say people impress me on certain things, like certain people. I'm like, man, their energy, how much they're moving, is yeah. killing it. Right. But they're not spitting it that mm-hmm. well. They're not even spitting half the fucking time. They got their fucking CD playing and they're just doing enders, you know? I hate that. But <laughs> other people who are moving and, and are rapping, I'm like, man, take yeah. notes. This shit is fucking flawless, you right. know? Like, I don't know. What was the concert for you, man? Man, you're going to be... Um Kind of like taken aback, maybe because no. I haven't been to many rap concerts. Oh, it doesn't I'm have like to be rap. It don't have to be performing. I'm Adam. just talking. I'm just talking a concert. Man. Yeah, but uh, I would say the one that um, I went to uh, multiple times actually was Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson? Yeah. Who's, like for whatever reason. Who's Charlie Wilson. <laughs> uh, ooey. You know what I'm saying? That you know dude, that dude, that ooey all the time. Oh, is it? Is it? Uh, it's like R&B. Uh, yeah. He's like a. He like. He's from um the Gap band. The like, Gap. Oh, okay. Burn rubber on me, oh. Charlie. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he, oh shit, that's dope. That's awesome. From way back in the day. Yeah, He like branched off to his own. R&B thing and that's one of the cats that my mom always schooled me to growing up she's like we can go see him in concert one day yeah 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 and then you know one day we finally went and then 
it was just amazing like to see how serious he was about his craft you know and like their stage performances are good like from the lights to the iron spot every time like with the dance moves and the (laughs) the notes and everything every time same thing you know went to see him up in detroit and uh like i think it was like the fox was it fox theater up there yeah there and then i went to see him in another place in michigan a few years later but it was still like on point just the same way and that was like to me like wow good music and i like when i go to different shows i try to just watch the performers and like you know their craft and what they do and how they control the stage and stuff like you know what they put out on stage yeah man to learn from them, i guess hell yeah so you're saying like you guys watch footage you guys record your shows often yeah yeah, he records a lot of yeah. them. His girlfriend will record a lot of them. Then yeah. he'll send them to me. Or we've paid some people to record them, and mm-hmm. sometimes we don't even put it out because so we're not really. So I have a question because <laughs> you're super flashy, and you like the you like the choreography, and and like I can see that's kind of like where you're headed, especially with Charlie Wilson. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> and you're kind of like this is me, like I might smoke a blunt on stage, but that's right. as fancy as I'm getting. Yeah. Would you ever do choreography? Like, are you guys, like, totally separate? Are you guys thinking about merging more together? Um, we will do choreography as a little bit of, like, we each need it when we're rehearsing. We, we should do this right here. That's as much yeah. as we go with choreography. Okay. And we'll practice we'll it up to a point yeah. to where it's so. like... Oh yeah, okay, we no, we definitely there, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. But even movements, I'm saying. Yeah. Even like we need to be jumping together yeah. here. Yeah, we need to fall like, back here. We'll <laughs> dap each other up right there. We could definitely get better with it, you know. And I, I know that. Okay, so you're into the performance. Oh aspect. yeah, because it has to definitely. be a performance. Yeah, I know I don't move as well. This dude moves like a fucking god to me. I, <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. I told him I rehearsed with. Him and one other dude named Jordan Palmer who will be on the... He's in the backseat group yeah, with him. I rehearsed... Because at first we just had one song called Pesos. Mm. And we were rehearsing for that at the dude Jordan's house. These dudes blew my fucking mind. You know, yeah. like how much they're moving. Like spin moves and stuff? Oh, jumping like crazy. We're upstairs. These dudes got this dude's mom's house shaking. And shit. I'm like, I'm not jumping right now. You know, like, chill out. It's like... like you know, when you you hear the songs and the sounds, you you just want to become those sounds. You know, for that moment, to get it, like we were saying earlier, get the feel of it and get them to buy into it. And like I think when our rehearsals, we really get into it, and then we start to yeah, just naturally feel to. it. And it's like the movements become so much more not thought out. You know, and that's when it's more like I feel like spontaneous things. Mm-hmm. Then not you learn too much from your spontaneous yeah. things, yeah. But not too that much. That felt right. That's how that stage. should be, and you lock right. it in. Yeah, yeah. lock uh-huh. it in. Use it for next uh-huh. time. It becomes yeah. that lyric, that movement. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, okay, that, that goes there. Yeah, it has yeah. to go there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. No, I've and he's right about. You're right. You have to rehearse. Whatever they say, practice how you play or whatever. Well, you know, you have preparation to go hard. Prevents or you didn't. Yeah, I tell all my students like. You per, your performance is like the payoff. Like when yeah. you you want to work so hard in rehearsal that when you get on stage, like you it's can just uh, yeah. yeah, just let go. I guess that's the mindset every time you go out there. It's like you know, like boom, this is what we do. Automatically, it just becomes that, and it's not as if the people aren't there. They aren't. 
but they are, you know, like we're interacting with that feeling, that energy, but it's like we're still going to do what we do up here regardless, you know. We're going to feel it yeah. like you can get into See, I'm it kinda, if you want. I'm weird about he knows I'm I'm weird about you got to be on on the spot with it too. So like the last show we went to, we just I bought the flash drive because a lot of times people don't show up. Mm-hmm. So we got to be ready, even if we didn't rehearse. We know our music. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, I fucked up once or twice, but it was a great performance. It was a great performance. You know, it was a good. Yeah, and we'll do open mics for that same reason. I'll yeah. call them that day. We didn't rehearse. Hey man, there's an open mic tonight. Let's go up there and get stay it in. Ready. Yeah, stay, stay ready. ready you know? For real. Yeah, yeah you I got to. Yeah. Game. Um, I, you guys. For me, like I found that I really started to flourish as a performer once I got super comfortable being there. Do you guys feel like you guys are really comfortable on stage, or do you guys still feel like you're still sort of? I, I know you said you kind of like blank out the audience, but like, do you guys feel like stage? Like, do you guys feel like? Just completely I don't try comfortable. To blank out the it's not. I tried to. No. Stage is the only comfortable place there. It's like you guys. I know what we comfortable. know. Yeah, you there. know. When I first started, I felt like I was looking over them, and that was whack. Mm-hmm. Like looking, yeah. looking to the back. Yeah, of doing the room, that old trick. Yeah. Looking in the back wall. Or not or something. looking yeah. them in the eye. Yeah, yeah. not looking them in yeah. the eye. Now, no, I'm that. trying to interact with them. Yeah. I want to talk to them. You know, like yeah. So you guys, the comfort levels are. Oh, like, I think mine's gone up a lot. Feel at home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, because you can tell, you know, like, it, like, you had your your smile on, but, like, that can also be, uh, that can also be, like, fucking something that you just do as a defense. Yeah, like, you know what's you know? weird? What I was saying about the open mics and shit? Mm-hmm. When it's only, like, ten people, then I'm kind of weirded out. It just feels like a weird, <laughs> yeah. awkward, like, right. I'm just rapping to you and your friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. so my favorite. <laughs> you and my friend. Those are so, yeah, those are tight. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are tough to me because it's like you can't just kind of well, like look at everyone and like a breath. Well, I mean, it's like, like yeah, yeah, it's the room tight. so quiet. Yeah, you know? I like yeah, that. Yeah, like because like it with a crowd, best, right? it's a crowd. Yeah. You get kind of get lost in the crowd, like you're one oh, of yeah. them almost. Uh-huh. But like yeah. when it's just like two people staring at you. What like did you, you guys were, think? There's a cool shows that you make some of your toughest fans. Oh, definitely. Because if you could like capture somebody in a room like that where there's like so much space between you, those people will be your fans forever. And when when Chris Kelly defines performance, it's going to be the same as we perform to five people as it is to 10,000 people. I've never shaken for, I mean, I've performed for 500 to 600 Mm -hmm. people. I've never shaken or anything. I went to perform at a fucking coffee shop. Oh my god! Open mic. Nervous. There's like four people there, old white guys, sitting there drinking coffee with guitars. Yeah. I'm fucking shaking. Why? I have no idea. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, what do I care what these old dudes? Right. Because right, right. it was some shit. They were just gonna be like, like what, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Why is he here? Why is he? If you can win those guys over though, that's the challenge. Yeah, that's tight. That's the Kelly touch. That's what, the Cali touch. <laughs> um, we just did this show. Um, my sister works at uh, a nonprofit, like homeless shelter type place, and she asked us to come for New Year's and just do like a little acoustic thing while they ate. And I mean, I performed on huge stages, small stages, to three people, to like thousands of people, and then like 
I was super nervous. You were like, nervous. I, I was super nervous. That. I had my head down and I was just like really tense. Yeah. And I'm playing the guitar <laughs> and I was just like, was, why the fuck am I like? Let me ask you guys right something. Was it like white border, like and like white ceiling tiles around where you guys was at the coffee shop or whatever? Because environment does have a lot to do with it I too. Agree. I would think. And then if you're like. It's two in the afternoon. You're at a women's breakfast promise club or whatever. Yeah. And no, this was this was a coffee shop down Black Kite or whatever. Oh, Black, Black Kite, Kite. yeah. I've been there yeah. before. Yeah, okay. So yeah, down yeah. Old it's West still Side, one yeah. of those things though. It's like midday, like hey. Well, I think yeah. the last time I was nervous because I haven't been nervous in forever, like a decade probably. But like the last time I was nervous was that radio show. Do you remember that radio show we did at the Tin Roof? And and we oh, had Well, that in. was like something different though. You were like doing like fucking um have you ever heard of like the, like NPR show uh, um what was that Prairie Companion? Mm-mm. No, it was just like you but know it was like, like, people would listen to the radio and they would hear the story on the radio. Right, it was like it was like, it was like a sh- yeah. it was like a radio show so they were doing like actual like little sketches and shit. Yeah. Which is out of your comfort zone. We had booked the night as a music night. And then I was like, well, we're going to do something kind of different. And then I was worried that, like, they were going to be like, we're never going to work with you guys ever again. Well, they didn't, really. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't call us back. Because we were going to take over that night. Remember? Because Alan was like, oh, hey, we were you guys want to take... for that night. I remember. Yeah, because, like, there was an open mic that, yeah, that wasn't one of our right friends idea. was like, do you guys want to... Do you want to take over this open mic? I can't do it anymore. And... Um, and she was like, let's do this big performance where we have, like, a radio <laughs> show. I had, like, sound effects queued up and shells running sound. And, like, you know, people were, like, acting shit out. She wrote an entire script. And, I mean, like, that's, like... That's, Nobody had any idea what was going on. It was just like, weird. people were in there it eating dinner, awkward. like... Yeah, and it was, plus people were just eating dinner. And it was, <laughs> it was just, like, I have no idea what we're listening to. And, like, you could tell, like, once we probably flushed it out, it would probably been cool, but, like... It just never, well, we never had the chance to, so, <laughs> so it kind of died there. But yeah, man, like just, I, you, you know what I think it was at the shelter is like, everyone was kind of talking over us. They were like getting their food, like shuffling around, like no one was even really paying attention. And like, I just felt like I was playing for fucking, for like, you know, the floor, you know? Was, yeah. And like, I was just like nervous. It, it's like, for me, I think it's weird when no one's like paying attention or being rude, you oh, know? I hate that. I yeah. remember we were Making playing- Making you background music. Yeah, yeah. and like, like I, I remember another show where this guy, like we're playing on stage and it's like, uh, it's, it's a quiet, like it's just acoustic thing, me and her doing R&B shit. And fucking this dude in the background just going, you know, like, I'm just looking over at this motherfucker like, I want to just yell at him, but it's still a bar, you know, like, people go to bars to fucking be loud and rambunctious. So I think it's, I think what bothers me is when people are disinterested more Mm -hmm. than fucking just being very little. I just sort of flushed that out of my brain. No, I hate one. Yeah, no. People will get so drunk at the Frankie's Ottawa Tavern shows <laughs> that they're trying to talk over the performer. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, they're like four rows back trying yeah. to talk to their friend like, So what's up, buddy? It's yeah. like, shut the fuck up, man. You know, like, like enjoy the show. Yeah. I, okay, how about Take your the- ass outside. You want to talk that fucking loud. You for, know, like, for Especially for rappers, um, 
Have you guys ever had anybody be like, yo, well, let me get off that mic? <laughs> no, no. You never had anybody no. try to like mm. get on mic and try to spit a verse like, yo, what's up? Let me get out of that mic. Not when I'm performing. I, 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 I think like I've done some shows back back in the day. Were where, you like, that guy who was like, let me get on like, that mic? Yeah, they'd be like, oh yeah, you let me go on stage or whatever. Like, He's like, yo, uh, I'm in control. Let me like, see. Yeah, it's funny. I was telling him at the Christmas show, uh, some dude's taking cans out outside you know he's walking down the street like asking to grab the cans from yeah. the bar of bottles or shit i don't know what the fuck he's grabbing and what do you say i'm surprised dude even knew who they were because he said you look like you and a zach brown band bro <laughs> and i laughed and said get the fuck out of here you know oh, and he says uh, he says what's going on here and i told him you know i yeah. said oh it's a hip-hop show i put together you know he said, you rap? And I said, yeah. And he said, man, if you rap, I rap. Spit some shit. I spit some shit. This man's, by the end of it, this man's jaw dropped and said, you know what? I'll rap. You right. Just away. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that's good, though. You know? Like, yeah. Is it okay if we play one of your songs on the yeah, show? Let's go with Superfly off Pork Chops and Yeah, we can go with that one. Yeah. Okay. We'll listen to Superfly and we'll be right back. I'm so blind. 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 Serenity, I fiend for a touch in the night Peaceful escape from the demons that I hold inside Break my problems into blunts and roll them up I smoke until the sunrise Repeat 20 more times we Hella scheming for the multi Platinum plaques and the fat stacks Bet that we hit the bullseye see so much fuck shit, but it fly by me I put my faith in Mary Jane to let my stress run free Coast on the map, that's the super side You know the style fat, that's a super size 20 dabs back to back, that's super high Like a cape on the net, that's super fly Fourth coast on the map, that's the super side You know the style fat, that's a super size 20 dabs back to back, that's super high Like a cape on the net, that's super fly I'm Jimmy Snook off the turnbuckle And where I'm from, you look up and learn hustle I never did a sit up, just earn muscle Man, I get the hookup, and learns double Ever since the cookup, they knew they was in trouble They ain't fucking with us, yo, there's people's in the huddle We got phonics, we got Danish, we got fans, we got fib We got phonics, we got bitches, we got shy, we got slit Then my mom says, that's the clip, I'm a monster, word to slit Marijuana in the split, how you want it, take a pick Probably die before I quit, homie, you ain't stopping shit Competition flopping quick, like your baby mama's tits When she hopping on the dead, used to cop them by the bed Bust it down to all niggas, hit school and keep them hit Have them gone by fit I was caught up in the biz, they was shooting at the crib I was shooting for the stars Swerving through the hood with my homie on the handlebar Always into something, man, no days off Ask mama what she cooking, she said poke chops and applesauce She said poke chops and applesauce Swerving through the hood with my homies on the handlebars Always into something, man, no days off Fourth coast on the map, that's the super side You know the style fat, that's a super size 20 dollars back to back, that's super high Like a cape on the net, that's super fly Fourth coast on the map, that's the super side You know 
never stop back, that's a super size. 20 dads back to back, that's super high. Like a cape on the net, that's super black. I'm so loud. I don't have anything prepped. Google. You want to do Craigslist? I never get to be on the podcast. I'm finally here. There's more than one person. I would love to play Craigslist. Do you guys want to play a game? I don't know what that is. It's a game. Let's do it. It's, it's, called, it's called How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. What's and in your pocket? What? Oh. I guess that was Caleb's pocket. What? Oh. oh okay, so, I'm so basically it's the like the price is right. And, uh, but you can go over the price, you know, like in Craig, Price is Right, if you go over, you like, I'm gonna be good at this, up. man. <laughs> Everybody always says that shit. Everybody always says that sergeant. shit, but then all of a sudden, they're fucking. So there's no winners, and there's no, uh, there's only losers. And, oh, but we don't have, well, we don't have a mask. There's no punishment mask. We don't have a mask. We don't have a mask. So basically, we used to have a mask, and if you and uh, whoever got the least amount of points in the end, we had, had, had to wear the mask and take the picture in the mask for the. We should have brought the mask with us. I didn't know I was either. You just sprung this on me. No, I meant like, like we we should have brought it in van life. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, so, it's basically that. So, if you guys want to play, Raina, Raina made fucking, Raina's putting us on the spot here, so this is her fault. Um, <laughs> you know what, while he's, why, oh, he wanted to pick the next song. I was going to say, let's listen to another song and come back and do this, but he wanted to pick the next song. Unless you want to just, do you know what song he I would want? I think I know what song he wants to pick. Okay, let's Ooh, pull. let's do it like the dating game. You pick the song, <laughs> and we'll see if you were right. I think he's going to go with Fuck It off of Pork Chops and Applesauce, which is the outro okay. of the oh, tape. On. Oh, no, that, that's, that's your girl. Oh, yeah. There's some steam <laughs> going. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so go, Fuck It. Oh, let's ask him. Let's, ask him. Oh, let's yeah. see if it, let's see if he got... What song, what's the next song you want to play off the album? <sighs> you think we should, like... Man. Gotta make the call. I already told him which one I thought you were gonna call. I was gonna try to introduce a new one into it, but I don't know. Um, let's go. You can go either Butterfly Doors or I would say Fuck It. Ah, <laughs> fuck right. And you've won a romantic honeymoon <laughs> to San Cabo. What? Uh, no, he. We, he already says that's his favorite. Song we were playing. We were playing a game, yeah. um, <laughs> and uh, he was like, "I think I know what he song he would play." Because I was like, "Oh, let's play. Let's play another song and then do I the game." And yeah. he said, "Fuck it." And then, <laughs> so we're gonna listen to "Fuck It" off of Pork Chops and Applesauce, and we'll be right back, and we'll end with a game. Be boss. 
talking like something's missing I'm quick to be like, bro, you tripping Scheme on the low like we plot on a mission If we need that clearance, it's type in the picture like Traveling, busting these moves, I deliver right Haters get left when we hit the light They seeing we headed for better life Enfold under pressure, we different type So mighty that we gon' see the mem stack So eat it, we gon' drive a Benz black So concha, I got you, don't worry to wishing you gonna be set, that's a matter of fact Swinging in Miami streets Whipping through Miami Beach Cause star count is nice just to get it and eat So ain't a damn thing you can say about me Sheesh, fuck it dawg, you ain't no me I fuck up the scene with the sauce and I leave Chanel in my Timbos, this shit be a breeze A rockstar I be, ain't no one be fucking with me I put the game in the headlight when I speak And leave it all kinds of fuck, don't say the least Amazing to me, I'm just gonna make this shit up and then leave Peace we done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. Cruising out, did it in a book. But I'm for the city and they love it. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. But I'm for the city and they love it. Cruising out, did it in a book. Honestly, I'm tired of the flex. I just wanna ride through my section. Without trying to lean on my weapons. Young and still while I live in reckless. Filling up the hollows for protection. Problems in the bottle, I'm stressing. I know I gotta try, but I'm guessing. It's probably why I'm higher than the Jason. All I'm really about is drip chasing. All I ever needed was some patience. My head to the sky looking gracious. I'm telling y'all, I seen it in that basement. Was no telling me I couldn't make it. Ask me what I be, I said the greatest. Blood fam, I bleed it, bitch, I'm blazing. Blow it to the heavens up in heaven. Amen. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. Cruising out, did it in a bucket. Put up for the city and they love it. We done came down, said fuck it. Fuck it. And we're back. What? So now we're gonna do this impromptu game, and I'm sorry, everybody, that I don't have shit sort of. Already laced Don't up. Don't apologize. Here. Your fans love the game. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> We've missed it. It's been months. It's been months. So I'm just gonna go with um, a secretary desk. This is out of Toledo Craigslist, Ooh. and I'll and I'll show the picture so you guys can get it. Oh, you're even giving me a picture? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Wait, I need one more look. Okay. I'm gonna be really good at this. I'm That's on it all the time. All she the already time. knows. <laughs> Wait, always looking for shit. Yeah, yeah it is. Cool. I feel a okay, big. we'll start with Raina over here. And you want to play too? Oh, sure. You might as well. Yeah. How much okay, is yeah. that desk? Okay, gonna, so we'll start with Raina. I know what someone put that up for. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. Is that a recent pick? <laughs> did, <laughs> did you? Did you? I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do forty-five. Forty-five dollars. You are low. You are low. I'm going. Oh, I'm going 180. 180. 
so 180. Sad. Oh, and so like if you guys do get exactly yeah, on, you get you get some you money. Get, I'll you give get you this some money. <laughs> no, hell no, I'll you give, give my money. I'll give you, need I'll no give you some money. money. It's no, whatever's we, in his pocket. It's whatever's no. in my pocket, but <laughs> I'm not gonna give you all the money in my pocket. Yeah. Not that I have a lot, but <laughs> you just don't get all of it. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna guess like 245. Oh my god, that's the market here in Toledo. Oh yeah, people. Oh, I'm so excited for the next picture. Here, why don't you come sit in the middle so you can be on mic? Sorry, my bad. No, you're all right. And then, uh, Mr. Defonics, if you want to go. After you cough. 256. 256. Okay. (laughs) 256. It depends what wood it's. Okay. Actual <laughs> retail price on Craigslist. <laughs> retail price on Craigslist. I think it's going Cody, you just... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I was oh. actually grabbing it for you because you have your dog. <laughs> like, why are you trying, why trying to? Why are you trying to skip her? He's teasing. Like, no, never. never. I would never. Actual price. <clears throat> Three hundred and fifty dollars. Defonics yeah. takes it. Wait, when I say that again, oh, let me look at that again. He went over. I was gonna say. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred. That's a jabroni price. Okay, yeah. okay. Looks real similar to that one, huh? That one was fifty. <laughs> That's my guess right there. <laughs> you, you were right at Savers. <laughs> okay, we're gonna stay in Toledo, and we're gonna go with. Um, we'll stay in antiques. Okay, we can it. And we're gonna go. Um, this is a 1950s Sandy horse of Holland, Ohio. It's a vintage 1950. I didn't read the last description. Yeah. Fuck. You know that was rude that, of me. That, that yeah. was bad form. I would have at least mind. put 120 on it. <laughs> if I knew it was vintage. <laughs> vintage. Vintage 1950s Sandy horse ride. Restore. Restore and display as is. Cash only. Pickup only. If listed, it's still for sale. So do not ask if it's still for sale. If you see it on this, because they will not be happy not with spot. that. Is it all caps? No. Oh. So we'll show the picture. It's like one of those penny oh, horses. Okay. Remember those, you know, like at Myers. Oh, the this penny. Gotta be expensive. Is, gotta These be are good. <laughs> I used to always ride those. Hell yeah, you penny. Did? Oh yeah. <laughs> the penny ones. Oh yeah. Never allowed to ride penny <laughs> in the store. <laughs> That's his mom's. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's start with you. We'll All right, I'm gonna go with. It's Cheyenne, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. Either way. Uh, so, so Raina is, or no, Defonics. If we had a mask, he wouldn't have to wear it. He'd be excluded from, because he won. Oh, a does round. he get a guess this round? Yeah, he gets to guess because okay. you can guess for the money in the pockets. Oh. Sorry, the rules game. were just sort of, the rules yeah. were just sort of fucking thrown on you guys because she threw it at me. What you got, Shy? How much? I'm gonna go with 180. Okay, 180. Yeah. Raina, you want to? Yeah, I was going to do like 675. Oh, shit. Yeah, because antiques people go crazy. I'm going five straight. Five straight. Wow. Okay. Mr. Defoney? It might be more than that. 800. 800. You're tripping now. Does it work? Did they say it worked? I don't know. It didn't say. Didn't say. It doesn't look like it works. They said display. Restore or display. Oh. Yeah, so you'd have to restore. Oh. It does not work. Shy might be right. Yeah. Okay. Actual retail price on Craigslist. 
Twelve hundred dollars. Twelve. takes it again. takes it again. So he he's up he's up too. I'm gonna go on tour with the pickers next month. Alright, let, let's let's look for a different category. Um, oh, this is always good. Arts and oh, crafts. Oh, yes. People always oh, like to you. put their art... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, give it a ridiculous price. Uh, let me just scroll through here. Um, oh, that don't even have a picture. Where's the fucking picture? Um, okay, here's, a, here's one that probably is... Okay, so it's an abstract Paris painting. Hello. Oh, abstract wow. Paris painting. Painting measures 32 inches by 32 inches. So it's a square. So it's a square. Please call or text if interested. That's all they do. We're, we're going to see those strokes. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, so gee. it's so it's a uh, Paris Cash, art is there was an episode of some TV show about um, this. Like, you have the price. Art's epic. only worth. Oh, never mind. I have. Oh, to, I didn't I, see it. I have to redo it. How much did it say? Ten dollars. Oh man, he's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get us. See, <laughs> you would have got me because I was going to go with like four hundred just because like, I thought that someone would be trying to get over. Well, that that sucks because now you know my bad. strategy. Desk list two fifty. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. This is Art this is where we're going. We're gonna go with a log rack. Are we still in Toledo? Yes. Okay. Log rack. <laughs> it's a handcrafted <laughs> steel log racks for your fireplace or fire pit. Each rack is built to order. Oh. So this They're is a marketing hand, a business on Craigslist. Handmade motherfucking steel log rack. You put your logs on it. Was that cast iron too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There you wow. go. Handmade, handcrafted. Out of, out of Toledo, huh? Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. All right. Uh, let's start with the fines this time since he's just just whomping on you, motherfucker. 36 bucks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to win this one. 36. Chris? I'm going to go 75. 75. I was going to do 85. Okay. Um, oh, shit. Right. Come on, motherfucker. It was up for the thing. Raina goes 85. Shy, what you got? I was going to say 80, but now you guys said that, so I'm going with 60. Oh. You're putting me in a yeah, tight spot there. there. Okay, actual retail price on Craigslist. One twenty-five. Oh, wow. oh, so Raina takes, takes it with eighty-five dollars. They got Cali prices. So on you're out. Uh, you're out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now, now. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You can still, just, you can still play <laughs> for the money. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can like still a dollar ninety. <laughs> The winner. Dollar ninety. You can't you buy Starbucks. anything on Craigslist. <laughs> let's uh, let's go Detroit Craigslist. Okay. Switch it up. Switch it up. Yeah, man, we're we're over here in Toledo with these overpriced ass motherfuckers posting <laughs> shit here. We we were on van life because we noticed in San Diego like everything's expensive, right? Like di- like burgers and fries for three people is like fifty dollars minimum, right? Oh yeah. No yeah. drinks included. So we found in some of these small places that you could eat the same meal comparable for way less and like we were like well we're not paying their rent 
So now everywhere I go, if it's like, you know, $12 burger and I'm like, I'm not paying your rent. I know that that burger yeah. costs right. you like two seventy five. dollars Charge me six. Mm-hmm. I won't pay your rent. Okay, cost. we're going to go uh-huh. with... Ridiculous. We're going Detroit Craigslist under collectibles. Oh, so it's going to be... Rare Curtis Gear New York City Skyline. Must see. Number one website. Mm, okay, that's weird. Uh, Fred's Unique Furniture is the largest used furniture dealer in the Midwest. Skyline Sculpture Wall Art. Rare Collectors C. Gear Curtis Gear New York City Skyline Sculpture Metal Wall Art in like new condition. Absolutely compelling and exquisite. <laughs> a masterpiece and a life a lifelong collectible collectible that can only increase in value. Forty two by twenty nine inches. They're selling it. Uh, yeah. Um they're now they're just selling their store. So I'll just show you this piece. I don't know. So I guess you can kinda of tell it's a sculpture. Sculpture is New hard. York City lot skyline. Curtis Jeer, everyone's favorite sculptor. <laughs> that man is such a talent. He's a genius. He's a, He's a fucking genius. <laughs> it's exquisite. Um, let's start with Cheyenne this time. Uh, judging by the comment, like the whatever description, yeah. I'm gonna go with like 350. 350. All yeah. right. How about you? I should have gone for more. I'm gonna say it's a collectible, so oh, shoot. um, eight fifty. Yeah, one more. Right. No. You're on a straight five again. Straight five. Can we see the picture again? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. If before you. I'm gonna miss some details. Yeah, I really. Oh, it's exquisiteness. I don't even know what I'm placing a bet on here. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hard to tell exactly what's happening. Looks kind of like a sketch. Did it huh? say it was etched? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it look, I thought it was a painting. I do seventeen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not so exquisite. Okay. Add to this wallet. <laughs> Actual no. retail price on Craigslist. Seven twenty-five. Oh, weird. Seven dollars. Seven seven hundred twenty. Well, I didn't thought it was a stencil. Well, it it's, like well, it's not the phonics. Don't go on that. Where's the uh, that shit? I have no idea. All right, so, so we still have the sort of this playoff between you two. Yes. Because okay. everyone else is down. So let's go yeah. between you two, and then we'll ask what you guys want. Okay. So we so we can uh, sort of find out who the winner is going or who the, the yes loser. who's the loser is. I wish and we had the mask. I'm it sorry. Was really up this. <laughs> Um, this might be cool, I guess. No, that's not cool. Sorry, I usually have this prepared if I was fucking prepared. It's okay. Here we go. I think this will be cool. Here we go. There we go. Okay, Wenmac AMF Yellow Lotus. Wenmac AMF Yellow Lotus. Call today. So, that's the worst fucking description ever, and you guys don't even know what it is. I don't. It's okay. But it's a vintage little race car. Yeah, it's a car. Oh. oh. A model car? You knew what that was before is that you saw the picture? a model or a car? Car. Yeah. Oh, it might be a. A Lotus? It looks, it's a model. You thought of a car when you heard Lotus? <laughs> it's, it's, a, like, it's a model. It's a, it's a, it's a model. Like that you put up 
Yeah, on the it wall. looks like a okay. like an old. I don't model. know even like what are models newest? even like worth it? Like if somebody Lotus already built it. Expensive. But like yeah, a model Lotus. <laughs> yeah. Oh mm. well, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Wait. <clears throat> So is it just between you and I? Yeah, oh, twenty five bucks. You're gonna go twenty five. Oh, oh, my bad. No, you can go. Is it me? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Okay, for the win or the lose, and for um, the, the non-existent mask picture. <laughs> Actual retail price on Craigslist. One hundred and fifty. Wow. Oh. So I was closer, yeah, but you were closer. So, so you, you lost. You know, <laughs> why don't you pull up the Joe mask? You want to just put the thing? I'll take a picture of you guys. I don't know if I have a picture of the you Joe. You have it on, like you have to have the Joe mask. What mask is it? it it's, it's a Joe mask. It, it's the Joe mask. It's just. It's a just a mask. It's a really creeper picture. And so they put it on like a. Is it Jason? Who's that? Oh yeah, the hockey mask. They put it on oh, we taped it wow. on there. And they just and never sanitized it, and whoever lost every week. Which <laughs> had to like yeah, there was like real stakes oh. because there was like oh, almost like eighty guests who had that oh, in their wow. face, breathing into and it. And some people wore it like like it. steamed it. Up. Oh, some people would put it on at, right at the beginning because I would just have it out, and some people would put it on right at the beginning and be like, oh, oh sweet, no. I'm gonna just wear this mask. <laughs> okay, guys, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, we'll take a picture here in a minute. Um, no. Why don't you get over there? We'll see. We'll see if we can get a picture here going. We come over here. I'll take yeah. it. Oh, you're in it too. No. Oh my God, I'm in the podcast shot. Oh my God. How exciting! I'm in the podcast. <laughs> it's me. There we go. We got everybody. Oh, look. All right, sweet. <laughs> um, so, where can people find your music? Websites, Facebook. Where, where, where can people find Chris Cali four one nine on SoundCloud, Defonics on SoundCloud, Defonics, Defonics on everything. D E F O N I X on everything. Instagram, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, um, everything. Don't you have like almost? Don't you have like a distribution company or something too that you do? You work with a company or? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not like, like they put. They're distributing like some of my music out right now, mm-hmm. so they're like, I don't know, putting me in their lineup for like a brand ambassador of some sort. So oh, cool. So. Um, you want to shout them out or, or fuck them? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to RAI Radio and uh, Radio Pushers TV. Um, yeah. Uh, everybody at Skrilla Magazine. So, yeah. Big ups to them. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. And yeah. for being, thank you for Be having good us. to your fellow yeah. human being. Thank you. Eight cheers for everybody. Love everybody. <laughs> All right. All around. All around, baby.